0: not only am i following these people for different content but it's also like i want to know what they're doing what they're experiencing and what they're sharing because like you said you don't know these things as an individual unless you hear someone talk about it or read it somewhere so i just follow these people not only to support them but also to kind of like open my world and kind of know what's going on because i think that's important
1: Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Emergent Gamer Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Trip Zero. I'm here with Felix Hergood. Hey, how are you doing? I'm doing great, man. I'm here with Neo Ayoshi. Hey, it's Neo. Neo, what's going on? And we've got a very special guest with us tonight. We have Janie Cat joining the show. Janie Cat, hello. Welcome.
0: Thank you for having me.
2: (laughs) Absolutely.
1: Janie Cat is
0: here. Yay. Yay. (laughs) I did it.
2: You did. did. Yeah, we talked about it. uh, (laughs) Just like Jeff Bezos. There was multiple occasions where we talked about it, and so I'm glad to see you finally here, you know?
0: Probably Mm -hmm. for like seven years.
1: Yeah, yeah. I've been talking about it for seven seven years. (laughs) Seven years in
0: the making. To get her on the show.
1: (laughs) Um, But yes, this is Janie Cat, and uh, we're going to be featuring her and what she's up to in her life, her gaming life, her streaming life, her book life. You know, for MMO life, whatever we're going to get into, we're going to chat about <laughs> it for sure. Um, we'll do some quick catch up with us like we always do. Um, but first, if you have not yet subscribed to the YouTube channel, make your way over there. There is a lot of activity happening. There is the show, obviously. There's breakouts. There is the Daily Reset uploaded there as well, which is Emerging Gamers' new daily news show every morning where you get quick updates to what's going on in just a couple of minutes. Who's the um, host of that show? you Who's the host of that tie-ya. show? Oh, that's trip zero. That's me.
2: That's oh me. I turn. do it
1: I do it every morning. I Lose my goddamn mind. Um, but yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. Um it is the like the newest, freshest news. Um and you just listen to that couple minutes and then you're done. You're caught up. You don't gotta read Reddit or or maul it on Twitter or anything. You're good. Um I forgot. That's to tell also you, on I, every I, podcast service as well. So very easy to find.
2: Uh when I went on Fireside last week, I shouted you out on there.
1: Oh, did you? Yeah, nice. yeah
2: I, I shouted, I nice. made sure Fireside people knew that the daily reset
1: was new and improved. I guess we do owe one to them a little bit. Sometimes uh, they'll pop into my streams and and drop like, listen to Fireside. Just for some free (laughs) advertisement. And I go, oh, okay. Thanks. Oh, hi
3: guys. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: But anyway, let's uh, talk about what we've been up to this week. Who wants to start between Felix and yeah, because we'll save uh, Um, for last, obviously.
3: Trip, you and I both finished Resident Evil, so I figured we'd get we get a temperature check on that mm-hmm. because we're gonna do a spoiler cast later for with sure. Some other guests and people, but I would love to get like a, a, a how we're feeling about it about so, the game. Yeah, do you want to just since since I just brought it up, do you want to just start? with yeah. that?
1: Yeah, I mean, you want you want you want my temperature check on the game?
3: I do, I do. Yeah, yeah.
1: Okay, <laughs> my favorite Resident Evil of all time.
3: Wow, that's a all that's time.
1: A, Hands down, it was an incredible experience front to back. Everything I love about Resident Evil in a setting that was so fun to explore. It was the best of every bit of every game I played.
3: That is some really high praise. I was not I don't think I'm nearly as high on it as you Yeah,
1: that's that. I get it. Resident Evils are all so different that they're going to appeal to different people and the different things they like about games. But this one this one was it. This one became it for me pretty early on and it just never it never was not it.
3: I th- Okay, so I liked it. I thought it was good. Maybe even top three Resident Evils, right? Mm-hmm. I, I would put it up there, right? But at times I felt like I didn't feel challenged enough, even on the normal difficulty, which is like what I normally play at. Mm-hmm. There's usually a sense of tension there. And once you get past the first area with Lady D, mm-hmm. uh, I felt the tension kind of like fizzle out of, out of, the, of the game. Because at that point, I felt stronger. My weapons are getting stronger. I'm getting, you know, getting more ammo. I'm finding tons of ammo. Like there were, there's no point where I felt stressed. The puzzles didn't hit for me quite as much because of the difference, the different biomes. I'm gonna call them biomes, but they're sure. essentially that the works. different areas. Yeah, the yeah different yeah. areas that you explore. Um, there was no point where I was like, okay, this is something I need to solve. I need to figure out while surviving at the same time while making sure i you know manage my ammo and manage the enemies that are around me um for that award i will always give it to the resident evil 2 remake that game mm-hmm. top to bottom is solid it is the puzzles it is the um it is the survival it is the tension it is the atmosphere right that's those are all the things i like to look at when i'm like playing those resident evil games what's mm-hmm. up
2: boys? how's the uh replayability compared to like the Resident Evil 2 and 3 remake.
3: I'm going to say tons. I think this has tons of replayability. Um, they give you new difficulties. They even, like the other modern Resident Evils, they, once you beat the game, it unlocks the special store where you spend your CP points or whatever. Oh, okay, so they
2: have that built in? Cool. Yeah, yep.
3: and they give you a Mercenaries mode, which nothing will top Resident Evil 5 Mercenaries mode. Let me just put that out there. Resident Evil 5 Mercenaries mode, top tier. Top tier Mercenaries I don't mode.
1: know if I ever played that.
3: I oh i is. spent so much time on resident evil 5 uh mm. the mercenaries mode but um the end but, well, the one thing that tr- intrigues me the most about it is probably the ending of the game
1: mm-hmm.
3: um that mm-hmm. is the most int- i'm not going to spoil it don't worry no no, no don't now, do it gonna, now we're going to save that for the people didn't
1: package. sign up for that listening to this show no, right now definitely
3: not but i i i, I want to see where resident evil goes. Right? Absolutely. I point. do. Yeah, I think it's, yeah. I think
1: it's an incredible direction that they went in from seven.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And I think this game, this game and seven are very similar. They're incredibly similar. Um, the inventory system in this game is so much better, I think than sevens, yes. but, but yes. in terms of like how the game feels overall, they're very similar. I'd say seven is a lot more scary, a lot more tension filled. Uh, you definitely feel weaker and more um i don't know just like what like things you were saying you were missing from eight uh rn7 like just that constant tension no matter what Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? you
3: feel underpowered at all times right you feel like your your back is always against the wall and i like feeling that in those games because i don't know that's that's the kind of mood that i expect when i go into like a resident evil series right yeah
2: a question for janie cat actually Mm-hmm. Jenny Cat, I know you like watching like games like uh, D- Dead by Daylight. That's like a big fan. You're a big fan of that. Mm-hmm. Do you like playing games like that, like Resident Evil, like like Resident Evil Seven? Would you play that, or have you played that?
0: Would play it, but at this point, since I've watched Trip play it, it's like I don't feel a powerful. It's like a story to me, essentially, because there's a whole plot, and you're there watching it and watching him stress out the whole time. So it's like, why do I have to experience that when I can watch someone else experience that? Yeah. So.
2: Exactly. Since I went
0: through all that, it's like, I do it again. But like Dead by Daylight is different. Like, I feel you drive it more and it's not the same plot every single time. So I think that's why it's different. That's
3: the multiplayer game, right? Where where someone plays as the killer and then other players play as like the survivors trying to like... Mm -hmm. Run, they're, they're not trying to kill him, they're trying to run away, right?
0: Yeah, escape.
3: Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah.
2: It's the same idea cool. if you get spoiled on like a movie, you're like, Now, why don't why should I bother? Yeah, watching,
0: watching, <laughs> exactly.
3: And... <laughs> okay, yeah, thanks. Mm-hmm. Cool, but uh, yeah, Trip, what else? What, how else are your thoughts and feelings on Resident Evil 8 compared to I like, thought like you, you just played every Resident Evil game, like they're yeah. in your, they're mm-hmm. fresh in your mind right now. I did mm-hmm. so.
1: Every single was, one. Yeah. Every single one that was released.
3: Mm-hmm. Every, single, Every one. single one. Even, even six. Even six. Doesn't yep. look
1: like anything to me. Doesn't,
3: yeah. You didn't play six people. You did
1: not did. Six one, two, three, four, five, seven, and eight. Uh, the release order, like God <laughs> intended. That's exactly what we it played was.
0: it so fast, we didn't even see it. Like, yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. Yeah. We only played the actual released ones, and that was one, two, three, four, five, seven, and eight. I don't know what. You know, people are confused sometimes that there are other ones in the series. No, we just played the actual the actual series. Um, I think, honestly, the puzzles in eight were some of the best that I played since one. I think one has the best puzzles, but eight, I think, uh, raised that bar.
3: There was only one area I can think of that had like a solid puzzle, and that was like the the. The doll. The dollhouse. The doll the
1: dollhouse was like one yeah, big that puzzle. That was like the puzzle
3: of the game. Everything else was more or less like I'm just trying to remember. Because my my gameplay was staggered over a few weeks. But, yeah, um that was it. That stood out to it me. There was a, a slidey, wasn't there a slidey puzzle where you had to like make an
1: emblem, like a family crest you had to make, but you had to it was like one of those like one space missing puzzles and you had to like slide everything around. Those are like tough in general. Uh,
3: oh yeah, um, and there was one where where you had to like lower the dam water or something, or like get power back to like mm-hmm. that water area. That was a that was a yep. small little puzzle. Mm-hmm. But
1: it just though like I'm not saying they were you know insanely tough, super challenging like the Witness level of puzzles, yes. but they were a higher bar for sure than I experienced in anything since. Even since one, like two was good. The remake of two was good, but like the puzzles in one are still like
3: Probably some of be- the absolute best. Yeah. Those are, those are top tier in terms of like
1: diversity. Uh, you know, just the way you have to like twist your brain to solve them. They were so different, so unique in every different area of the, of the mansion.
2: I could definitely yeah, vouch, still takes that. Could vouch for the fact that two and three's puzzles remake were not hard. Cause no. I would, I would have stopped playing the game.
3: <laughs> yeah i'm not
1: I'm not there a was a really cool um music sorry to uh, cut you off Felix uh, no, no there was worries. a really cool music box puzzle in eight. This will be a oh, slight yeah. spoiler if you haven't played this um uh and it does what every good puzzle does uh makes you feel really dumb, and then when you see it and you get that light bulb to go off in your brain, you feel like the smartest person in the entire world. <laughs> this was a music box that wouldn't play until you had to rearrange like the order of these little like dials uh There's nothing in the game where you read no note that tells you about this, like nothing overt, Uh, just the puzzle itself, which is honestly great puzzle design because you don't need to rely on anything else to like inform your answer. So just looking at this, all you had to go on was the dials themselves or the the cylinder sections, I guess I would call them. And the solution to this again, spoilers, fast forward like 15 seconds. The solution was that there were these scratches along the cylinder and as long as they were in the proper order, all of these lines would line up smoothly. So once your eye caught that, you start switching them around. The, the, it was yeah. it was like whenever you get the answer to a riddle, it does the same thing where there's, your brain's like, that's it. There's no other way this could possibly be solved. This is it. I figured it out. And then, boom, you do it and you move on. Like I, there were just that caliber was more frequent in eight and they were. I don't know, it, it was it was the best sprinkling of puzzles.
3: I think I think the when puzzles really work for me, it's when the invo- like things in the environment kind of give you those hints to be like, oh, this is how you solve the puzzle. Mm-hmm. Like things, things like like there was one puzzle, another I guess another slight spoiler, that you got the combination to a lock when you looked through a window and you that, saw yes. numbers written that on like one was the walls, amazing. On, the, on like the window frame mm-hmm. and then like on another door, and mm-hmm. then you're like, oh, there's the answer right there, or yeah. like you find another lock and then the the combination is on like a kid's drawing on a fridge Mm -hmm. right that was like another one of those puzzles yeah yeah. those stood out and those are really good i like when when you have to like kind of think about your environment when solving Mm -hmm. something so yeah those uh, are great i don't i don't want to dwell too much on resident evil since we're going to do a spoiler cast stay tuned for that right right. um we're gonna get some scheduling on on the board for that but um yeah i just wanted to get i just want to get it Temperature check. like I'm
1: riding high on it, man, and I actually want to go back and like get all the achievements. Like I want to burn through them. I want to platinum the game, even though that's a PlayStation term. I'm going to platinum the game on Steam. I'm going to do it. Get all of them.
3: Oh, crazy! I, I Like again, like I said, makes me real excited to see where Resident Evil goes. I think they're on. They're riding a pretty good streak right now.
2: Like, yeah,
1: they are.
3: With, c- coming back from seven, and then the two remakes. Even though three, I kind of was like, eh, this isn't quite doing it for me. Um, I think overall they're they're hitting they're hitting they're like what, what was that what it was that called your their stride high? their stride yeah mm-hmm. they're they're in their stride right now so are, sure. i'm excited i think i think capcom's killing it with these resident evil games currently
1: they just have to not release reverse let reverse die and focus entirely on nine
3: yeah i feel so. like even with all these multiplayer games that they're making they're really just i feel like they're just doing it to supplement like you know something the, to the, release the, to, yeah have you guys have you guys oh, heard about
1: this either uh, felix or Janie cat resident evil reverse no, I haven't, but this is the multiplayer component to eight, but it's a separate game. They're like, if you buy eight, you have this, we promise once it's done, and it's already been delayed like three times. It was supposed to come out this summer, and now it's not going to come out until the the spring. but like the footage they show to this looks awful. You're all That's of the heroes true. of the game, some heroes, some protagonists or some villains, I should say, all just in an environment shooting each other, like for what reason, and it's got like this like like a um an iMovie comic book filter over the whole thing it looks like trash it it just like great why does this exist just leave it alone they, yeah. they
3: did this last year with three as well
1: oh did they was they there a, like, yeah, they, a, like a separate component for that and i they didn't a multi-player component. <laughs> no i don't i never heard of it so
2: it i don't looked think terrible. It, it looked so awful no way never playing it, it was
3: called yeah. resident evil resistance is what it was called yep it, yeah, and you, own you own it. I think it's installed.
2: It's installed currently on whatever console I have Resident Evil 3 installed on. <laughs> mm-hmm. Do just, I own it? I guess
1: I guess I would I'll own it because this. I bought it, right? Oh, good.
0: Well anyway. DVD actually just released uh an update with the Resident Evil
1: uh characters. So Oh, I, I did see that. Yeah. yeah, someone was running around as like uh, as like the tyrant.
0: Which is basically what saw. yeah. And so well, isn't it Mr. X? I don't know
1: um or, it was, has, it was the, the one has from the
0: hat he has the hat
1: yeah it yeah. was the one from three that neme- i'm sorry nemesis it was the nemesis, there we go. nemesis. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yep.
0: and then jill and leon uh-huh. as survivors so i think it's weird that they're trying to come out with a game where they, you're all I know. the characters when they just because they must have approved that right
1: Yeah, Yeah, like, because, I mean, you would know better than us. Dead by Daylight does, like, a lot of horror crossovers, right? Like, I mean, it's, like, every every horror series mixed together, so it's cool that Mm -hmm. that Capcom is getting Resident Evil in there to, like, people's, like, horror I don't know, like, mind space,
3: you know? It's definitely a cross-promotional style kind of thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Put put their characters in that game, and then, you know, Uh, yeah, they do a lot of uh stuff. Like, Assassin's Creed does that stuff, too. Assassin's Creed is in Final Fantasy fifteen, like weird shit like that. Yeah, that yeah. was a weird crossover. <laughs> Weirdest thing ever.
1: Those boys took a wrong turn on that road trip.
2: Yeah, anyway, Assassin's uh, Creed was like, uh, by the way, there's a comment in the desert. Go check it out. And then I rode my horse to, out into the desert and I get like, there what the and I'm fuck like is this Oh, wow. This is a Final Fantasy sword and shield that I get to use now. <laughs> why, why is this here? And, and you oh, know having, on a road trip. Having no yeah. context of fifteen at all, other than what you guys were talking about on the show. Like I didn't I didn't know if it meant anything. I was like, what is this? What is this question? It's very strange.
3: Well, anyway, do you want to move on to Felix? Yeah, Felix are good. Yeah, I want to get to
2: Janie cat. So uh, I'm going to be real brief here. There's two really important things that I need to talk about. Um, First one is I we got some some closure and some finality on uh, Felix's progress in the Lunar League baseball
3: Oh, I heard a, about this. Whoa! So
2: today, Felix was swept in the uh, first round of playoffs. So done, out. You're out, emergent gamer. Lost, Felix. You, a couple, a couple weeks ago, them. you were sitting yeah.
1: in here, um, trying to humble yourself and not brag about how you were better than everyone. No, essentially. But, I
2: mean, I wasn't better, but I was doing really well.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, look, there's nothing wrong with it. I'm just, it just, it's, life comes at you fast sometimes.
2: A couple you know? like of comments. You were in here. Your- right. I know. couple of comments I will make.
1: Uh-huh. This,
2: is, this is in, really in defense of anyone that I played against. Okay. Uh, one thing is, I finished every single game this season. I played 20, I was 21 and six. So I ended up playing everything. Uh-huh. Most of the players of this game had busy lives, busier lives than me. I was able to accomplish this feat, but I think there was, it's not unfair, but like, I think since we couldn't fit, they wanted to move ahead and just get to the playoffs because people couldn't get the games finished. So many people's (laughs) records were simmed records. My record was legit 21 and six. I played 21, I won 21 and I lost six. That's a good record. iron had the exact same record as me but but a lot of his games were simmed now i have no doubt that iron would have done well like i have no doubt because he's a good player at the game but uh i was the only player in the in in the league that actually completed all of his games go ahead what were Mm -hmm. you gonna
1: say you you said something there uh simmed games does that mean like you click a button and the computer just like runs a bunch of numbers and figures out
2: yeah i mean it doesn't even go in the game it just calculates a winner that's what it does. It's just based on the stats, the the raw stats of the teams, right? If I mm. I wasn't going to sim because I'm the, I, I, I was playing it. as the I didn't I, I did not want to ever sim because if I got simmed as the Orioles, the Orioles are statistically a worse team in that in that year of the game. They're a worse team than any other team.
1: Yeah, it, sim it's, simming it's, in a in a tournament sounds terrible. I know. So. That, so finish your games, people, is what, is what he's my, to My say.
2: point is, is next time I go, I go into the league, and, and Iron already said that he's going to stamp this out, Iron's going to make sure he vets people a little bit more. You know, he makes mm. very clear to people that they have to finish their games and they have to be committed to the league. And so that, that's why I said in defense of Iron, it's not really his fault. You know what I mean? Sure, like sure. this is his first oh, no, time I'm out. Not, no, I'm not.
1: Yeah. I'm not blaming anybody it, here.
2: It, yeah, oh, it's blame defi- it's, it's definitely his, his, <laughs> he it's his first time Iron. out. He, this, it was an experiment for everyone. He had a chance to, to try it out. But like, I, I definitely don't want to be in a league where games get simmed. I don't want to do that again.
3: That's like the second if when thing we did. Yeah. If we, it's like, if we did the EG smash league, which we did last year, really fun time. That's like, Oh, I don't feel like playing my match today. I can't make it. Right. Let me just throw a level nine CPU in there and you have fun with that. You know what I mean? Like that's, it's kind of like, I know. Enjoy. <laughs> right. <Android. I> <laughs> it, it just, it, you know, I completely understand everything. It's brand new, but at
2: one and one, the other half of me is just like, that kind of hurts a little bit that I played them all and no one else did. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, well, I mean, I understand I, people. I have would lives.
1: expect people. I lives. would expect to be in there in a tournament and, and have people play the games in the tournament. So you're, I don't think you're too off base. But but let, let's let's get back to know?
2: it. Doesn't matter because once you get to the series, if you can't win, you can't win. Now I have um, one comment to make about why I didn't win, and this is a theory, and this isn't an excuse. There is a feature. <laughs> There's a is theory. A, it's I have a theory
1: about why I lost this baseball game. Let me let, me let me hit you with it.
2: There is a feature that I didn't use at all which I had plenty of games. I had 27 games to practice on and figure out. There's a feature that I didn't use that other players used upon me. It's called guess pitch. So guess pitch is if a player guesses the pitch you're throwing, they get a higher statistic percentage chance to hit the ball. Now, uh, something in my brain was like, I want to do it without it. I just, in my head, I just kept saying, I want to do it without it. I don't want to learn this mm-hmm. mechanic. I, f- I felt like it was a handicap tool, like to help me. I, I, I don't know. I just didn't like it. Right. So every pitch that I, that I swung at, I didn't try and guess the pitch. I just swung the ball. That was a mistake because in the end, uh, the, 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 guy I, I played against uh, penguin penguin used guest pitch on a ton of the balls that I pitched to him and he guessed, right. And when he guessed right, mm-hmm. he hit the ball very far into the field in the final game, I had four hits, and he had like 12 or 13 hits in the game mm. um, and I just started <clears> to realize while I was playing that game that i uh, that I did this myself. I should have learned how to guess pitch um, so that I could guess other people's pitches because i would have I would have had a, a better statistical chance of of getting hits, getting people sure. on base. Yeah. You know,
1: I mean, so. you're, you're literally using not using a mechanic that someone else is right. against you in the tournament. Like, so.
2: I don't use guest pitch when I'm playing my franchise mode over and over again, and I didn't use it at all when I was playing against these guys. I didn't really need it, but then I discovered when I was in the high-stakes part of the game that I did need it. Um, so it was my mistake, but uh, I'll just remember that uh, for next time. Um, but yeah, so that's the one thing I wanted to talk about. And then the second thing, which was kind of a surprise... Uh, what do you guys think about this? And, and you can weigh in as well, uh, Janie Cat as well. So yes. Fallout 76 came out with the Steel Rain update that I talked about last week. I'm not going to rehash all that. It's amazing. It's a huge quality in life uh, update. But I have been consistently for the last week on Bethesda support trying to get a, information on whether a bug that exists in my game is going to be gone. Because I have a quality of life bug that makes my gameplay experience awful. Every time I leave an armor bench or a chemistry bench, my character freezes, and I have to. Yeah, I found a workaround earlier from a Bethesda support guy and from this other guy online who's a streamer. But I go and uh, I le- try and leave my bench, and then I freeze, and then I got a complete. If I'm over encumbered, oh, we lost Janie Cat. Um, I what do you want? What do you guys want? Cat problem. problems. You got
3: her, I got
2: her.
1: Uh Yeah, we'll. we'll- Bring back in. Just,
2: uh, oh, we're good? It's fine. We got her back? Yeah, we're yeah, good. We're good. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I completely will lose. Um, hey, welcome back. Um, Thanks. So I, my game freezes, and then I can't get out of it, so I have to quit the game, basically. That, that's what was going on. So, so here we have this game that comes out with great quality of life, but then it has all these consistent bugs. And then people are getting mad. There's other bugs that I don't even talk about. There's that exploit I talked about a couple weeks ago where people are crashing the servers in order to like dupe. All that stuff. All mm-hmm. these crazy problems are going crazy. People are nuts. They're yelling in the forums. They're, it's pandemonium. They're going
3: crazy.
2: So what does Bethesda do? <laughs> they go, oh, by the way, we just dropped something really cool to the PTS servers, the playtest servers, which are mm-hmm. only PC-based.
0: Mm-hmm. It's
2: called private custom worlds. Where you can mm-hmm. do custom world settings, they just dropped this. this. On
3: today's daily reset. They just mm. dropped
2: this to, I guess, distract people from the problems. I, I don't no, know, No, Felix.
3: They
1: didn't drop a new feature update to the game that requires an insane <laughs> amount of work to distract you from your bug you're experiencing on your workbench. It's
2: not, no, it's not just my bug. It's all the bugs like so people it's immediately your, got mad even though so, those point things is, aren't correlated right i know like, but, but not people got really them. mad thinking that they were i'm not the first they one say, to go. Yo,
1: let's drop this this guy's <laughs> emailing us non stuff. You know, yeah this, it's, like,
3: it's probably something that they had in the pipeline for right, a while probably, and yes. they're like okay for for no it was on the roadmap it was on the server it right. was on the server
1: yeah
2: it was on the roadmap but like it's crazy man like they dropped this and then all the comments are just like
3: oh thanks for dropping that cool while we have problems problems. (laughs) Mm -hmm. so all right felix you 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 have to understand something and i think you do but you're playing a game that is is literally playing nothing but catch up with bugs it's built on an engine that is not designed for the multiplayer that they are currently playing on and that shows from launch till now right you're literally still experiencing game breaking bugs on a on a regular basis they a a lot, mean, it, It's, it's I, Bethesda. I, I you're you're going
1: gonna to encounter game breaking bugs in Skyrim, in yeah. Fallout 3, 4, whatever. It's just like it's part of the, the Bethesda I, I
3: flavor. <laughs> making experience. it multiplayer. Yeah. yeah. And, but like making it multiplayer also kind of exasperates the amount of problems that you run into. Yeah. And they weren't a because studio. Because you're adding another factor yeah. into it, right? They
2: weren't a studio that knew how to do multiplayer when they started this. They had to ask a lot of questions of, of other. Development studios that they work with, like, yeah, I get it, I totally understand that. But anyway, uh, my response though, Trip Zero to the um, the custom worlds is a pretty positive one. Um, I watched a a guy who was on PC using the PTS server, and he went in and he was going through the features. Evidently, you'll be able to put, you can make multiple instance worlds, so you'll be able to do. Mm -hmm. This is independent of your private world that I have with the Fall First membership, right? In fact, the I difference? think it's, I think it's available to everyone because it's available to everyone.
3: Private, so private what, world. What do, you get, what do you get with these that you don't get with the private world? Uh, the ability to change
2: the features and turn them into like completely customized. Like, oh,
3: you get like console access. Like you
2: can like do, yeah. you, you can customize environmental stuff. Like you can customize like the, the the ability to jump. Yeah. Like, yeah. You can customize. You can add infinite uh, ammo, just like my
3: oblivion playthroughs. That's yeah. great. so you can add mm-hmm. infinite
2: ammo. You can add like you're not able to get damage. Like there's all these different things that you can add in there. You can, are these free or are they included with your subscription or whatever? It's not a part of my membership. It's it's for all people. It's going to exist for all people. So when you create one well, of these well, well, custom servers, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna well, go ahead. I'm gonna cool. right,
1: clarify go a little bit here, Felix. Yeah. As part of your Fallout First membership, you get private worlds to make. Regular players don't get private. Oh, worlds. okay,
2: okay. So what they get is the one made by the devs because there's going to be an the, example the, one from, for the yes. from the devs. Okay, there's so. a monthly Fire
1: like there's a monthly featured world or server where they that's use going to have features. Yeah. some theme, some crazy mix of uh of whatever. Um, Builder
2: world was one of them. That was an example. Right. Yeah. Felt like they're going you know, to the,
1: what's the word I'm trying to think of? Um, whatever you know, characteristics works. Um, they're going to make their own like like version, their own. Special themed world that'll be live for a month and then next month that rotates out um they rotate weekly on the on the pts for testing so you can like see different versions a lot more quickly on there and then if you are a fallout first member you can have up to three custom uh customized worlds that are all separate that are all different that that work however you want and you can change them after you make them too so you're not locked into like a decision
2: you did your your homework and i'm really proud of you you know he did. It was great.
3: Yeah. I don't, I don't have anything, great. man. Wait, did, a, you this did you talk about this? When you're putting together news all day, did you talk
2: about this on the <laughs> daily reset? Did you? Yeah, He did. Oh, I,
3: wow, did. I didn't it's... even know that. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I put it on when I was cooking dinner tonight. I'm imagine,
2: imagine if
1: someone's busy and they only have a few minutes to get caught up every day. What should they listen to? <laughs> it's the daily reset. Daily reset. But anyway,
2: um, yeah, dude, it's, uh, it's kind of cool because here's what I'm envisioning. I'm going to do. I'm going to do one that is all survival. You know, the only thing I didn't get a mm-hmm. word on, maybe you got it in your research. You'll be able to play story quests in this. I think. Oh, yeah. You're just, you're just progress. will start like you'll start at the very beginning. Basically every, yeah.
1: Every world that is made, uh, is a completely new <laughs> character progression and you can't transfer between
2: it's said the guy in the, the one stream I was watching said that you can just one time copy and paste what you have. Yes. In your Character. Yes.
1: In. When you start, like, say, if you want yeah. to start the monthly world, you can clone your character as is, but from that moment on progression separate.
2: Mm-hmm which is fine because people would just get in there and cheat. That's what they would this do. This is like right. open
3: right. battle net versus closed battle net all over again.
2: Yep, yep. Cool.
3: That's cool.
2: But yeah, I'm going to do a survival one and then I'll probably do like a I don't think I'll do a building one, but I'll probably definitely do a survival one and I'm probably going to do I'm a, sure a custom you'll get PvP more PvP one. That's what I'm going to Yeah.
1: Do. I'm sure you'll get ideas too as you like as you see the themes.
2: I want to do one with cool PvP uh with crazy physics so that like me and my friends can just go in and and just you know, no
3: gravity, low gravity, yeah, yeah, yeah low jump gravity, around you know, yeah. crazy
2: stuff like that. yeah
1: so.
3: mm-hmm. that'd be cool. Should be
0: fun. Yeah.
2: Anyway, moving on. Anyway, Janie Cat,
3: oh Janie, Janie Cat,
1: Janie <laughs> Cat, our guest. Me.
0: Yeah. Um. Right.
1: So yeah, usually we take this time, obviously, to talk about what we've been up to. Right. Um, feel free to do that. Dive in with whatever you've been playing, you've been gaming. Um, but we'll run with it. This is going to be Janie Cat time. So. Okay. Rip
0: um. So I guess I'll start off with the fact that uh, I just got my first PC, my first hey, gaming Hey,
1: congratulations.
0: Um, I think the last time I played games on a PC was probably my family computer growing up, and I played uh, Age of Empires.
1: Nice. Oh my god, cool. <laughs> the family computer so, bugs were great.
0: Oh yeah, they were the best. Um, but since then, I've had Macs and a PS4 and Nintendo, but... Ah, uh, this is the first time that I'm in the PC world experience, and the first thing I jumped into was Final Fantasy Fourteen, mm-hmm. which is I- also my very first MMO. So I'm just exploring so many worlds these past <laughs> we'll, few weeks. We'll, it's we'll
3: a down. lot. yeah We'll dive into your experience with that. But what else, like, are you excited to play now that you have like a gaming PC? Like is there anything else that like you have your eyes set on or anything like that?
0: Um, So I did Dead by Daylight, um, which I was already playing on PS4, but um, a lot of things weren't co- cross-platform in the beginning. So before, when I was playing DVD, I would just play by myself because everyone had PC. So mm-hmm. I think that's one of the doors that opened up for me was the fact I could actually play games with my friend. But then I kind of had to decide which games I want to purchase again because... Uh, a lot of them I've already bought for the PlayStation. Do I want to spend money again for a PC? So luckily, like Dead by Daylight uh, on Steam was having a sale, so I was able to get like the Stranger Things pack and get a couple cool characters there. So I've been playing with a couple friends on that. Um, one, Final one thing
3: you'll one thing you'll be privy to now that you're a PC player: mm-hmm. Steam sales, huge deal.
0: Yeah, they you're are like, summer winter <laughs> ones,
3: and then you're like, wow, look. At all these games, I'm gonna buy and never play, probably.
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> That's just the um, goal. The goal is to fill the library up with the shit you will never, ever, ever
0: touch. So I might keep an eye out, but um, I'm trying to think what else. I downloaded this game called Oblets. Um, I haven't played oh, it yeah. yet.
3: Oh, I heard yeah. That. that was. Yeah. Um, it's like a cute, it's like a cute, like you farm with these, like, yeah, it's, it's like, yeah. it was they like Stardew it, Valley, but with like card battles or something.
0: Right. Well, yeah. Stardew Valley, we've kind of like these creatures that follow you like Pokemon and they battle, but instead of like actually having a battle, they break dance and <laughs> yeah, like dance and stuff and play yeah. music. That's so awesome! I think it's still like in a, um, it has yeah, it it's early
1: com- access or something. Yeah, There's exactly. Like something like that, yeah.
0: So I haven't played that yet, but I did download it is one of my things to play um but I'm still kind of looking out there to see what else I want to spend money on you get to flex on all
1: the all the console kids now with a PC I know
0: mm-hmm. and actually it means,
1: you're, it means you are better than them that's what it, it means that's what it means it's like
0: <laughs> Street dance look, yes
1: look we fight uh against a lot of toxicity with our community here but you are allowed to be toxic if you have a, a PC you are just you're just borderline better oh. than other. you're just
3: better yeah. <laughs> that's true
1: we don't make you the look, rules on you that unfortunately.
3: technically too. a PC gamer but you know He's got a PC that can play games. You do
1: own a PC that can play games. This, <laughs> he's
3: so, so he's so he's on the level. They just they <laughs> just keep they just they beat that over my head
2: constantly. I uh-huh. just don't like. I don't want it's to. It's fine. I don't want to.
3: I, uh, plus, plus. I get it. Now, I get what comp-
2: it. no. What compounds it even more now is the fact that those two big hulking consoles that cost me an arm and a leg are sitting there, and if I don't play them, I'm not getting my money's worth. So it's like now. It's, Yeah.
3: So I kind of bought myself into that excuse. There we go. That's totally fine. You can (laughs) play whatever you want. It's a free country. You know what I mean? But also, Janie, you mentioned that you're going to be streaming soon. You're gonna. gonna
0: Yeah.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Dot dot dot. So, like, do you plan on playing said games like Ooblets and Dead by Daylight and Final Fantasy 14? Maybe
0: that would be a deal for when I'm streaming. Um, I'm just trying. I got a new job, and it's. Better than the two jobs I had, but um, my new job as a, I work in a library and um, it's a great experience, but I think my body's kind of trying to adjust the fact I have a new job and I'm just exhausted. Plus, being an adult is hard. Like,
3: I feel that. You, you work really, all day, yeah. you got
0: to come home, cook food, work out. I hate cooking yeah. food.
3: Like yeah. games,
1: maybe, you know. <laughs> Play games. All, all of those things don't get checked. Something has to get dropped.
0: Oh, and then it's I'm it's reading books. Triangle. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: pick two.
0: Like, yeah. um, I'm trying to read 150 books this year and I've read 90.
1: And 50 books.
0: I've read 92. But, like, how am I supposed to fit streaming in there? Like,
1: how? I, you <laughs> don't. You don't. 150, just- you said, right? Yeah. That's 12 and a half books a month.
2: Where, where do my you land? My phone calculator helped
1: me do that really, really quickly.
3: Oh my God.
1: That's 3.125 books a week.
3: Mm-hmm. So you got to read Felix? four
1: books a week at least. Yeah. And Jane, you're doing can, this.
2: Jane, uh, can I ask yeah, a where mm-hmm. do you, where do you land on audiobooks?
0: <laughs> um, do they're you great.
2: You, you do like I them? love them. Are, are, mm-hmm. are some of those books in your reading audiobooks? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, good, good. I just want well, to. Well, it's
0: how I get, that's how I read so many books essentially, because I'm reading Same three here. books at a time. Um, so I have an audio book, an ebook and a physical book that I'm all reading at the same time. Oh, okay, like, gotcha. not, not You're like
1: literally like sitting there, like one <laughs> knee has this one. knee has the other one. You're just like
3: just
1: burning through them.
0: I wish. No, like, um, like, some,
3: like genius level, little level stuff right here. Oh my God. I, I have, love- like
0: <laughs> a system. So when I'm watching streams, I'm probably physically reading a book while I'm doing that uh if i'm cleaning or driving i'm listening to an audiobook um ebooks fit in there sometimes but that's kind of how i just get all three at a time because i like there's so many good books out there you just gotta read them all so many honestly
1: that's super impressive (laughs) i read one book the silent patient we talked about this like a month Mm -hmm. or two ago my (laughs) first like fiction book that i've read in a while after used to be like i used to be a voracious reader like in high school and early college, and I just haven't been in the past couple of years. And like it felt great. I felt like like a champion finishing a book. And I was like, this is one book. I have to do 149 more to get on Jamie Cat's level.
0: And I will admit that some of those are like graphic novels. Mm -hmm. So there's still but some of those graphic novels they have like hefty text. And so it's still like a experience try to read them. But I include graphic novels because I think those are very important to include in my reading repertoire but
3: we're talking like manga manga and stuff
0: um not manga necessarily um i haven't found any recently that i've been into i did when i was younger like i read in yasha and stuff but um as of recent i know my library that i work at it's a college campus and the head librarian just started including manga in the graphic novel section so we have a huge section of that now very So cool. maybe I'll get a chance to read some now.
3: <laughs> I'll, I'll have you all know I also read one book this year. Nice, one, just one book. It was it feels mm-hmm. great, doesn't it? Jason Schreier's new book. I read that. That was a pretty mm. good read. Pretty good <laughs> read. Um, he, he's a, he's the video game journalist who who uh, his book was about the ruin of the video game industry and different. Mm. Projects that have got like Anthem is in there. Anthem is one of the chapters. It was it's pretty interesting. It's a pretty good.
1: This is movie. the book that because he talks about Destiny in one of his books too. But he has two yeah. books. Is this that book or is this, this a sequel? Second
3: one. So the first this one second. is this first one's called Press Reset, and the second mm-hmm. one um, is like Jason Schreier. Book is called Blood, Sweat, and Pixels is the first one, and Press Reset is is the new one. Ruin got and it. Recovery in the Video Game Industry is what it's called.
1: Yeah, I the first book I tried reading this year cuz I did want to get back into actually reading um was Scott Kelly's autobiography. Scott Kelly was the astronaut that spent oh, yeah, a year that. in the space station and the book was fascinating. I was actually enjoying reading it, but my desire to like like I'm a, I'm a read before bed kind of person. My desire to read that book before bed didn't continue. And like I didn't hate it. I loved it, but and I love space. Like it just, everything was was clicking. But I think it's because if I am reading, and it's not a book, it's usually something like historical, or I'm on an article on a website, learning, like something like you know, like real and true and like uh, quantifiable. In a way, and like his book was very much like that, telling you how the space station worked and how he had to get in a Russian spacesuits and twist shit around and literally tie it off. That's how they like separated your body against the space barrier. Like, like wild shit, but like academic in a way. And I was like, I don't, mm-hmm. I can't really get that much into this. That's why when I started reading The Silent Patient, <laughs> I was like, oh my god, a completely fiction story, and I'm into this. Yeah. So I got kind of like sucked right in. He looks-
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, uh, Janie Cat. I'm on two audiobook journeys right now, all, both okay. chrono- both chronological. Both chronological. Uh, I was in, and, and these guys know full well about it, I've been collecting the physical uh, hardback editions of Stephen King books for most of my life, mm-hmm. and, but a good majority of them I had never actually read at all. I just collected right. the first first edition. So I started – I got an Audible membership, and I started doing a – Chronological listen of all of his books. Originally, it started because I listened to eleven twenty two sixty three, and it was a great audio book, and I had a great time. And mm-hmm. from that, I got inspired, and I was like, you know what? I gotta just do them all. So I went all the way back to Carrie, nineteen seventy six, and I just mm-hmm. proceeded oh again. yeah, and I got all the way back to eleven twenty two sixty three, rewatched it, and then realized I have to listen to all of the <laughs> Star Wars canon chronological books. <laughs> uh... So I just started upon that journey. Uh, yeah. I've finished one book so far, but I do only audiobooks because, yeah, I wash dishes while I'm. Uh,
0: right.
2: I, I cook, I wash dishes, I take out the trash, I walk mm-hmm. to work, I, you know, drive in the car. and Now we have car play in our new car. So it's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's really
1: easy. But
0: it's such it. a good way to like knock out books without yeah. realizing it, audiobooks. And we're so busy that it's impossible to always just finish one book.
2: Yeah. And so like sitting down in a corner with a mm -hmm. physical book, which I love doing my my whole life. I can't can't do anymore because I, I I just feel like not that the time. Oh yeah.
0: You don't have the time. Like
2: like, there's so much I could be doing.
0: (laughs) No, that's
1: a very real, like, like pressured thought. And it's not just like what's going on in your life. It's just like, I don't know. I feel like people in our, like our age bracket, you know, like there's like some overlaps and stuff, but like, like it's stressful. To be alive right now. Right. So if you're like, I'm going to sit here and read a book, half your brain's like, what the hell are you doing? Like well, you got to like survive. We, <laughs> go make we, a, go make money. Go go get get on stream, make money, Ho- monetize your hobby. Like get out there, you know. Mm-hmm.
3: Most people or who people have are like watching TV shows, right? Like that's another form of like entertainment. Like whereas books is the same, right? People do now. We watch Loki and all these other new mm-hmm. shows, and we stay current with those. That takes up time that you can't really read a book. I can't, yeah. I can't read a book at the same time as watching a TV show. So, like, no. c- secretly, right? <laughs> people
2: who are, um, I think this is the right word, erudite, you know, like people who read books, who have read books that's, for a long that's time. That begins with
1: an E, right? Yeah, I erudite. think that's the right word. But like, erudite?
2: Yeah, maybe I'm pronouncing it wrong. I, I don't know. am still looking up. But <laughs> the point is-, is Having
1: people- or showing great knowledge or learning. Sure. Erudite. Erudite, Erudite. is how yeah. Google told me to pronounce this.
2: So so people who are that- you and, and have had an appreciation of reading for their whole lives, There's, I think there's a bit of a kind of a romantic standard that's put on like book reading. Specifically, mm-hmm. I get this from people who are like, diehard, I only read books, physical books. I won't do digital and I won't do audio. Right. I want to smell them. I think they they hold it up. They hold it. You're right. They smell it because they hold it up to the standard of the 18th century enlightenment. They basically say, because that was the, the Zenith of when books were high, high fashion, right? Novelists were, you know, writing these really long epic tales and people were reading them. But what those people forget is that during that time period, there was no TV. There was no video games. There was none of these other mediums for consuming a great story. So that's what they had then, and that's why they had to read long epic books. Now it's not as practical to c- consume those stories in that fashion because now there's many other ways to get stories, and, and in reality, it's all about just getting the story. How you right. you get that story is the most important thing. It doesn't matter if it's a book or a TV show or you know an audiobook or or even a podcast. Just listening to somebody talk about something like you know yeah. it's. it's I, Get definitely
0: think books the physical books themselves are more of an art form at this point like mm-hmm. it's still great to sit down and read a book but like the whole reason I have a whole book collection is because I like how it looks I like looking Same. at that and knowing I own these and it's a great way your, to support people your, too
3: your collection behind mm-hmm. you looks very nice you know
0: it does your- I probably only read like 10 of those books yeah,
3: to be mm. so you don't well, have no to, you don't even have, have to tell anyone. You're just like <laughs> they're my books right here. Hey, the year's not over yet. You still got time oh, to fill your. It's true. <laughs> it's true. Janie Cat don't pose. Janie Cat Mm-mm. don't pose. <laughs> <Mm-mm>. <laughs> where, where did you get? Where would you come up with this? One hundred and fifteen books. Where did you
1: 50, get that number? Fifty. You're, yeah. Don't cut thirty five oh out of there. God. You're making it harder for yeah. her.
0: <laughs> oh, it's definitely fifty. Um, the Goodreads app. There's actually like they have a reading challenge on there and so you can put how many books you wanna read this year. And originally I had I wanna say seventy-five. And then I hit seventy-five and I was like, I'm gonna go for 150. So (laughs) it's
1: just literally double this goal. (laughs)
0: Um, it's just kind of a great way to keep yourself motivated. Um sometimes it stresses people out, which is understandable. So it doesn't work for everyone. Um, but for me it's a good way to stay motivated because it is kind of my job to kind of knowing what books are out there and um, I love talking about people to books because no matter who I talk to and how much I know, every time I talk to someone, they always mention a book I don't know. So like, you know, I didn't know the book that you mentioned, but now I know that it's out there and exists. So I like having those conversations about that. Mm. And funny enough, one of my friends mentioned, hey, when you start streaming again, you should stream your, st- you should do like an ASMR type thing where you're, or like a, Chill kind of stream where you just sit there and read. Read to and the, then like, read out
1: loud or just like read by read yourself.
0: Oh no. I, I don't <laughs> like that. No. I would People just sit do that. there. That's the thing. It is. <laughs> People would just sit there. I would just sit there, read a book, and have like chill music. People can pop in and talk about books, talk about the okay. book I'm reading, or just come in and hang out while we like, read a book.
1: Like just chatting, but just reading. Yeah. Just sitting.
0: Yeah. Just, I just guess vibing. if you do ASMR, people are gonna expect you reading it, which right. I don't like. Right, doing right. That. I
1: also, can go there's, close to the mic and do voice <laughs> acting too.
2: No, but I, here's the thing: I think there would be some like legal issues with that. That's not a, reading. Like, that's with not, not a, like playing someone's song. Yeah, the book. Right? People they make s- oh pe- yeah.
0: Well, make- I would play like chill music, the ones that.
2: No, no. What, what I thinking? what I meant was it, even <laughs> if you didn't have music in your stream at all, no, no music. Mm-hmm. If you read the text of a novelist oh, live, yeah. they might if they got wind of it because you were Who pop, knows? became a popular streamer or something yeah. like that. That's revenue taken away from their their business of audiobook. Right. Book.
0: These days, it's like you don't know. Yeah. But so you,
2: got, you would have. To I
0: pop into people's streams and they're still playing music, and it's just like. Yeah,
1: there's right there's some workaround around that that some of these other like larger streamers are doing. And like I've been watching a couple of them because there's some in the Destiny space. And I'm like, I'm trying to figure out this trick that they have because they have a way to play like copyrighted music that's not in the VOD. And if it's not in the VOD, that's what stops from getting caught. Mm. So I'm on. I'm on to this. I'm on the case. I don't have enough <laughs> oh. research to share, but. This is a thing. I'm going to get to the bottom of it.
2: It's cool and everything, Trip Zero, but you've been able to, to convince me to come over to the dark side of your thinking when it comes to or, or what I perceive oh, to be. Yeah, I side. mean, look, this is because just I've, for
1: knowledge's sake. You know, I'm not advocating doing this. There are yeah. a lot of great DMCA free options out there.
2: Right. So a, your original thought free process, free which, which yeah. I refer to as the dark side, is is using free <laughs> stuff. Right. But, even though what i'm doing is the dark side cuz it's breaking the law. But, but anyway, the point is is, is i wouldn't want to go that route because eventually they they're, they're going to figure it out and they're going to go you know, put out some dm DC, dmca you know, strikes for people who do that. So i <laughs> i need them to just i need them to fix their entire infrastructure. They yeah. need to pay the Less. record companies off and let me Twit. pay a license. I, I want to pay like, too. Yeah. yeah, i want to pay like $10 a month. The same price I pay for Apple Music in order to have the right to play this music with no right. no consequence. Like just pay off the music company. Figure out how to do it. You're Jeff Bass. Right. Jesus Christ. You just <laughs> flew in a dick <laughs> rocket. Figure right. it out. True. He's too busy Figure in it space. It <laughs> yeah, he's too busy in space. Yeah. <laughs>
1: he came back, unfortunately.
0: <sighs> um
1: Janie Cat, so do you have yeah. video game related books that you I could do. suggest? I
0: did did bring a suggestion. How Mm. how did you know? Let's do it. Um, I actually just heard of this one today. Uh I was actually talking to my head librarian, and she's really into gaming. And so she was suggested this really good book to call um to read. Um, but it's called The Queer Games Avant Garde: How LGBTQ Game Makers Are Reimagining the Medium of Video Games. Uh, it's by Bonnie Ruberg. Uh, They go by they, them, but it presents 20 interviews with 22 queer video game developers whose radical, experimental, vibrant and deeply queer work is driving a momentous shift in the medium of video games. So I don't know if you guys know, but um, most of the time when I'm not streaming, it's because I'm watching other streamers and I'm trying to support as many streamers as I can but especially supporting trans and bi POC streamers by creating a safe space. Um, it's really good to pop into their streams and just let them know you're there to watch their content and support them. You're not there to make them uncomfortable in their space. And so just adding that extra element for them. Um, I know Twitch just added to their LGBTQIA plus tag. That you can actually put identification tags for sexuality, race, and more. Which, yeah, they,
3: they just added this like like a few months ago, like within, yeah, the last yeah.
0: And I think it's a great element now because now, if I want to look for um, a trans black streamer playing DVD, I can like qualify all the way down to that. And that's how I found wow. some really great streamers to like support that way. Holy, shit. um. One of them I found is I am Brandon. Uh, he's yeah, a black gay streamer.
3: I follow I him on Twitter. He's pretty awesome. I
1: follow yeah, him. Hilarious! hilarious. I think someone raided into him that I was watching. <laughs> one yeah, night. yeah.
0: Uh, he's so good. I laugh every time I watch mm-hmm. his streams. Um, another one I found is Tiffany Witcher. They're actually a VTuber, which I don't know if you guys ever talked about that virtual, where they actually yeah, don't no. show themselves. Yeah, there's actually a ver virtual character oh, that they
3: have. Oh, okay. I didn't know that was the actual name, but yeah I've seen those. <laughs> yeah, they use, like... It's it's really cool. They use like facial capture yeah, and, and like put themselves into like a 3D model of themselves. Right. Mm-hmm. That's or a mm-hmm. character. I've seen people mm-hmm. doing it as a as a different character. You know mm-hmm. it's it's pretty fun. It's pretty cool to see.
0: Yeah and Tiffany Witcher they actually only stream for charities and so all their streams are just charity based. And so they just donate everything to charities. That's really um, cool. But they also identify as non-binary. So pe- they put that tag in. So then if people are looking for that, you know, someone that they actually feel represented by, they can actually go to that tag. Um, I'm pretty excited about that. Cause I also identify as asexual. So I've been able to find so many asexual stream- like streamers because of that. So I can put that tag in and it's someone that I identify with. And it just elevates your game experience like crazy. So um, I think it's, it's honestly, a great feature.
1: Yeah, it's great that they like allow that much granularity in the searching. Like I remember when the tag first came when that was helpful. But like you touched on, there are so many different divisions of people out there that would fit under that that tag umbrella that like, you're not going to be able to find what you want as easily. Like sure. You're going to get rid of like all the cis het white men, but you're not going to find like the real specific experience (laughs) that you want, you know? And it's cool that you can like dig even deeper at this point.
0: Yeah. And it's just like, you don't realize how specific you want something until you you have these tags. And it's just kind of, plus I found actually a lot of people through Twitter. um, Most of these people actually found through Twitter itself. Um, I followed one person, then they shared someone else, and then it was just kind of group thing. Um, they're all discussing huge topics right now, especially like accessibility. Mm-hmm. Um, like Tiffany Witcher, they're a huge um, advocate for accessibility, especially like with Twitch. So yeah,
3: um, I know um, that's a huge thing. One person to follow is, uh, his name is Steven Spoon. Steven Spawn. Um, he is called the, he calls himself the able gamer. He's He's paralyzed from the neck mm-hmm. down. And he is a person who loves video games and he loves finding ways to make games more accessible to people Mm -hmm. Um, as well as the blind gamer. Um, Oh my God, I forgot his name already. I'm sorry. I'm blanking on his name, but he's another person that, that wants to improve like the visual aspect of games, whether you're colorblind or like mostly blind. Um, So yeah, I'm totally, I'm totally on board with those people. I love following them and seeing their takes because those takes I don't, I don't often think about when I'm experiencing a video game, exactly. they don't, occur, they don't occur to me because, you know, I don't, I don't have those, those issues mm-hmm. that, that they follow. So I like going, Oh, um, they, they talk about the difficulty debate a lot. That's a, that's a conversation yeah. that comes up what feels oh. like every other week. Yeah. Right? Um, so they, they talked about it when Sekiro came out, that was a huge conversation. And they said like, look, this isn't about gatekeeping the way people experience games. We want, everyone to experience games right. and that's an important factor in that. right mm-hmm. sorry go ahead
0: I, no i i'm pretty much done but it, oh. I, that's the thing i agree with is not only am i following these people for different content but it's also co- like i want to know what they're doing what they're experiencing and what they're sharing cuz like you said you don't know these things as an individual unless you hear someone talk about it or read it somewhere so i just Follow these people, not only to support them, but also to kind of like open my world and kind of know what's going on, because I think that's important.
1: Yeah. Exposure to the things that are outside of your bubble is Mm -hmm. a very important thing.
3: It's so it's so important. And I don't it makes me it makes me really angry when people like to get on their 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 soapbox on Twitter, like we're, we're all on or whatever to advocate no this is the way things should be screw that sekiro needs to be played at this level at this difficulty <laughs> screw all the other people who can't play it you just didn't get good i'm like well right. maybe we should listen to the uh, these guys yeah. these, these people who there's want to experience what you're experiencing but can't that's because good of for yeah. physical limitations
0: <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. like you as a person that's good for you but we're talking about everyone else so mm-hmm. stay there on your pedestal <laughs>
3: yeah yeah, sure. Go I'm, go talk in your corner. I'm never, I'm <laughs> never going to play that game. Never going to play that game. The game broke me. I I had to quit it. I'm, no. <laughs> I failed. I failed that. <laughs> it, it really just comes down to needing more choice. There has to be more
1: choice and more support for different ways people want to experience things. It's not one. Okay. It's not one glove fits everybody. You have to be able to support people that want to play your game. However, Right. Um, there is more shifting to that which is great uh, I'm sure you guys have seen um, uh, the Psychonauts developers are putting in like an invincibility mode in their game and they That's tweeted out the
3: yeah. yeah they tweeted specifically
1: mm. it still counts that you beat our game even if you beat it while invincible
3: mm-hmm.
1: like it's completely valid yeah. you know Right. Um, on a similar note but kind of like flipped on its side there was a, a debate in uh, Destiny there I swung it in <laughs> oh, where, um man.
2: almost almost
3: got almost almost we're never going to get
2: through a full show without talking about it once. no
1: absolutely not people were uh, were burning one of the raid bosses in the newest vault of glass um, by swapping shotguns while shooting so they had two different shotguns and two different weapon slots the swapping allowed shooting to happen faster because as one gun was reloading you were firing with the other so it kind of bypassed like the reload mechanic that is a built-in like gate to how fast you can damage right in any game. So they're shotgun swapping. We're burning through this boss and the developers are like, well, there are people that can't do this. So we need to take it out of the game entirely, which the, the core of the thought was good for sure. Right? Not everyone can experience this. So we need to remove this mechanic or adjust it in some way. Um, there were immediate replies from gamers that were disabled in some way um, using a ton of different accessibility options, whether they were PC accessibility options, the Xbox customization buttons like Xbox has an insane yeah. amount of hardware. If you guys didn't know this, the yeah, they've a lot into it, man. Um, and all these clips came through of, uh, of people in this, like this bracket who were just melting the boss by shotgun swapping with their own unique setups. And they were like, please don't change this we have a way <laughs> to play. We love this. Like Aww. don't change it on our behalf. You know, So that was interesting kind of like perspective too.
0: Yeah. And I think that's a huge part about accessibility and just in general, when it comes to bio POC and all the different people that are playing games, that when they say something is a problem, the huge part is listening. Like you got to listen to them. Uh, If they're saying something. We're so
3: bad at listening as people.
0: If they say, hey, this makes me uncomfortable. This is offensive. This is not accessible. People need to be like, stop attacking for them saying their opinion and listen to them because it's a genuine thing that they feel and they want people just to listen so they feel known. Mm -hmm. Um, So going forward, if you see those types of things or people talking about it, just step back and listen and see where they're coming from because you don't know what they're feeling essentially or what their situation is. So if you just step back and take a look at it, you might be able to to
2: open your mind. 100%. <laughs> also being 100%. only Twitch being a medium, you know, where people um, watch other people, if, it, mm-hmm. if the search criten- uh, uh, criteria are only based on the product, right. And not mm-hmm. different types of people, then it's only going to be commercial like result right. like the algorithm is mm-hmm. only going to result in what's commercially the most viable and the problem mm-hmm. is is the system's already broke and it already elevates only one type of thing to what is commercially viable um, right. with these new criteria tags like you know people can search for things that uh that they you know uh, identify with and then they'll be able to you know people will be able to find people people won't get lost mm-hmm. because of the uh you know the pillars of the twitch community you know right. being, being successful white men you know like they won't get lost in that in that yeah. mix you know so that's that's good i didn't even know about that janey cat thanks for mm-hmm. bringing that to my attention
0: <laughs> yeah so um whatever you guys are comfortable with like when you tag things or when you pop in to like see a streamer uh see what tags they're using because you might learn more about that streamer and about their community too
1: yeah, I'm definitely going to keep an eye out for the uh, like the new trans tags and stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. I have not seen them yet. I've definitely seen the uh, LGBTQIA+. LGBT. Uh, yeah. But, but yeah, the other new ones I'm going to keep an eye out for, for sure. Uh,
3: can I give a shout out to my favorite uh, LGBTQ uh, streamer? Sure. Mm-hmm. His name is Paulion Gamer. He is someone I actually... I don't know him directly, but my cousin is... Uh, he's a theater kid. And this is one of... He picked up this hobby over over covid and man he blew the fuck up Polyon gamer man
1: like he picked up the like streaming or streaming yeah okay i was like
3: streaming or acting no he's (laughs) he's already he's already an actor he became an actor yeah and he's he's he got he's an amazing voice like one of his channel rewards is you can make him sing something right Mm -hmm. or like something like that and he is dude this guy was in um he my cousin and him toured together doing uh jersey boys nice so they're they're like you pop into his stream man you want to hear an angel sing this guy this guy got got the pipes yeah
1: got the pipes baby nice
3: yeah that's my that's my shout out
1: cool (laughs) well yeah i mean Janie cat thank you for all that there was a lot of stuff that i didn't know about how you can drill down and kind of like search for people on twitch and some of their new um customization options and i'm going to definitely look up that book the queer games avant-garde how LGBTQ Game Makers Are Reimagining the Medium of Video Games by yes. Bonnie Ruber. Definitely want to read that and check that out. Mm-hmm. Um, so, thank you again. You're welcome. Let's talk now about MMOs. Mm-hmm. The hard transition, but it works because you mentioned, Janie Cat, that you just started playing your first MMO. Mm-hmm. And just this past uh, week, week and a half or so, uh, Final Fantasy 14, which is the game you started playing is uh now more massive than world of warcraft which was like the game everyone knew in the world for being uh a a massively multiplayer online rpg um but other games like shooter games third-person action games they're all like slowly absorbing other parts of this online all the time persistent world experience um and sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. So we're going to just kind of unpack where that direction is going for games because live service seems to be the biggest wave for things right now. It's either like competitive battle royale style shooters or it's like a game that will always be online forever and you have to spend every week minute playing this game. Um, but what's your experience been with Final Fantasy? How's that been in this new MMO world?
0: Um, It's been a lot. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I... Did like you know creating my uh character and everything but then the first thing i hit was like the data server situation um mm-hmm. when i first i didn't really talk to anyone when i start setting this up i just like picked all the things and jumped right into the game and then my friend when i told her she's like oh uh what server are you in and where are you playing here and i'm just like uh what
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> so, what does this all mean
0: and then there's so much happening like the reason I've been so scared of MMOs for so long is just the UI and all the different,
3: uh, it's overwhelming. It's it's so
0: much. And so, uh, I'm like, I'll just do it step by step. But even if you go to like the player guide for final fantasy 14 online, they're like, Oh, here's this stuff. And then that's it. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, but what's this mean? And what's this mean? Like all these words are popping up and I don't know what they mean or what they do and why they're here. So,
1: (laughs) <laughs> yeah the player guide isn't super helpful yeah because they use a lo- like the same language a lot of time that the game is using and if you're not familiar with that then you're like well this doesn't help at all i'm just well, i'm more confused now
2: felix but, yeah. uh, i would lock in uh jenny cat on who the uh the top uh youtubers or, or mm-hmm. twitch streamers are that that create videos on like how to get started like i, I yeah. constantly watch all I'm playing is live service games at this point. Yeah, <laughs> how did that happen? I don't know. That's what I'm doing now. I play Fallout seventy six and Elder Scrolls Online. I just alternate back and forth. Mm. But I, you know, I constantly watch videos from Juicehead for Fallout, and Juicehead also does uh, does uh, Cyberpunk uh, uh, tutorials just oh. to, to tell mm. you how to do it. And then, um, and then the big guy for Elder Scrolls is Hack the Minotaur. So I'm sure for Final Fantasy fourteen, so oh, yeah. these guys probably know who they are. Um, two
3: two people who i can recommend are mr happy 1227 <laughs> on youtube he's a pretty good guy he's a big final fantasy 14 streamer and miss tech uh i mm. don't know there's a weird spelling so, to it but so Ms. mr tech. happy i met i actually met him at e3 was it e3 or
2: was it the thing we went to neo probably
3: uh pax you met him at pax yeah because remember they
2: had that uh twitch meet and greet oh shit was he mm. there yeah he was there and i met him yeah I I have uh, I have a thing that's sitting in a drawer over here. Signed <laughs> signed he there? there. Neo's <laughs>
0: mind's blown. <laughs> yeah. What?
2: You, yeah, we I, were, you didn't, I th- stood in line and met him. I met him. I met um I met uh, a couple of uh, destiny streamers. I don't know if they're still destiny streamers, but I met a bunch of
3: people. I yeah, I, mr. mr. Happy's still doing his thing. Every every time uh yeah. Final Fantasy Fourteen does like a one of their live stream updates, he does like a breakdown, like YouTube mm-hmm. breakdown of all the new announcements for the patches and everything. Um, he does tutorials and he does guides. Uh, same with Mistech. Mistech does raid guides, so she'll explain to you how uh, boss fights work in certain situations. So, oh, nice. Um, it's very very convenient. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm trying
1: to find a, a broadcaster Jenny, that I watch you. for um, Final Fantasy. There, yeah. I'm not going to go down the rabbit hole now because I can't find it. But it's like later on too. It's after you know how to play the game. It's like how do I play this class? Mm-hmm. And like right. this is someone yeah. who's just like here's all of the job skills, here's how you should connect them together, here's like the goal, here's the yeah. goal of yeah. why you're playing this class, stuff like that.
2: Yeah, I can watch a um, video, Hack the Minotaur has a video like, he'll be like, uh, here's, here's how to play a, a necromancer stamina build, right? And then mm-hmm. it's just, you know, it, he tells you all the perks that they recommend um, just in order to make the character the optimization for what it is. And then when like new DLC content comes out, like a new You know these worlds are ever growing, so they keep adding. I mean, the way Elder Scrolls does is they keep adding new sections. You know, to Tamriel. Um, But when you go into those videos, he'll have like a big deep dive on like the best features, what new armor class sets they've added, all that Mm -hmm. stuff. Um, Maybe um, should do
0: Elder Scrolls now.
3: -hmm. Um, Janie, cat for you, your your best resource. (laughs) Yeah, your best resource as a beginner for for like MMOs and. Final Fantasy specifically, um, I think the community, like just, re, yeah. just ask, you know. Um, our Discord's a good resource. We have a lot of people who play the game um, in our Discord, and just while you're in the game, d- like don't oh, be it, shy, like you know. I know people will help you, and, it, <laughs> and it's a very friendly community, which is the best part about I think the game itself.
0: Yeah, because you were there yesterday when I had my first dungeon. Mm-hmm.
3: You did. You guys did oh, yeah. amazing. It was a great. It was, it was a great. <laughs> it work. was a
1: fantastic job as a, being a healer too.
0: Mm.
1: Arguably the most important part.
0: That's what I do. i a, a healer. <laughs> yeah, healers. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, yeah, I'm a healer <laughs> in Elder Scrolls as well, so my main character. So yeah. for
3: the discussion itself, where did you want to take a trip? What do you what do you want to discuss in like the meat of Yeah, um,
1: well, well MMOs have been around for a long time, right? Like a long time. Uh even before wow even before final fantasy 11 which i just learned was before wow which is crazy yeah you got you had like um,
3: ever and those games. right
1: ever and things hey, like Trip, that for so, anyone
2: for anyone not informed what does mmo stand for
1: uh mmo is multiplayer uh massively
2: multiplayer online
1: massively RPG. multiplayer online rpg yeah i just which i wanted worldwide. to add on the whole yeah the whole the whole term is that mmo rpg usually shortened into an mmo yep um but yeah, it it's this connotation of this being a massive amount of people inside of a gaming space. And it started with RPGs because at least I think or I would guess that they're they're they are so dense and they're such a deep experience. You know, they're like physical representations of like Dungeons and Dragons, which yep. was Fable like yeah, everyone's game. favorite way to like get into fantasy, you know, just the, the opportunities being endless, essentially. So like that informed game development and people then wanted ways to have their worlds be bigger than like the limited air quotes limited story experience that you would have playing a narrative based game. You uh, know? For,
2: for the record trip, one of the original writers of the original D&D tabletop game has worked for uh Zenimax for Elder Scrolls for years. Oh really? Yep. I don't remember wow. his name off the top of my head, but it was just That's a fun cool. fact that I was like, "Whoa, the guy who used to write my tabletop D&D expansion packs." that I used to buy back in like the nineties ended up moving moving over and into digital and ended up uh, at Bethesda writing all their lore. So arguably for one of the best. Yeah. (laughs) I mean,
1: I would say maybe one of the best interpretations of like that experience of role playing.
2: So in elder scrolls, there's like a huge D and D footprint that's just hanging out there. It's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. That is cool.
1: But yeah, there's, there's this like translation of the online experience to spaces that are not RPGs. Um shooters did this. You know? Yeah, games like uh like Destiny, obviously, The Division, Anthem, uh Marvel's Avengers, the Avengers, yeah. I would even put Fallout 76 into this genre yeah. as well. These like hybrid always online experiences where you are growing a character, you're usually hunting some kind of like loot progression, weapons or armor increases something. Some kind of end goal, working towards progression is a goal. Um, and this, for some games, this really works. This model, but a lot of games are adopting this now because I feel like it's seen as a money maker yeah. and like a player trap. Um, what do you guys think that, about about this?
3: Yeah, the biz- biggest example of the money trap one I think is Avengers. Um, A game that probably didn't need this multiplayer loot-driven aspect to it, injected into it. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that honestly made the game suffer a little bit because of it. And now we're almost... This year we got uh, shown the Guardians of the Galaxy game, Mm -hmm. uh, which is also a Marvel game, also team-based, right? Because Marvel's Avengers is also a very team-oriented RPG-style game. But this time with Guardians... Uh, they're focusing on more of a storytelling aspect, single player driven experience. And I think that may pay off for it a little bit better than the Avengers loot driven online model. Um, mm-hmm. Because not every game needs this, this type of, of thing attached to it. Some Sometimes they benefit from it very well. Destiny is a great example of a game that benefits from its online ecosystem. Um, the the aspect of it being a shooter and it being very co-op oriented, uh, the activities and the way the world and loot is are designed are designed with this this shared world in mind that you that you experience with other people. Um, they do that through raids, just like MMOs do. MMOs have their raid group oriented activities, um, and that's honestly like even with Final Fantasy and World of Warcraft, that's where the game honestly really shines. It shines. Mm-hmm. Once you get through, like, you know, the quests and the story and all those things that you experience, you get to take that with you and your your friends and your clan and your guild or whatever, and you get to jump into a larger experience with them and work together. And you solve, you know, raid boss puzzles, which are, you know, how do you beat the boss? What What are the mechanics do we figure out? Okay, team, let's work together. And, like, those are where I think MMOs, like, especially World of Warcraft specifically, really probably got its boost from right um in the early days of world of warcraft you you had those big temple releases of um like molten core like that was a huge deal when that came that raid came out because you were able to originally there were 40 people can you believe 40 people in one activity it was 40 for like like uh, events like molten core and aq which i don't remember what it stands for anymore but um these were 40 man raids that you had to put together a large group they didn't Jesus have re- for group. There were no websites like Destiny LFG at the time. Like that was a not a that didn't yeah. exist. You literally found a guild that you could put together, and then you did it. You you got in there. You had one dude to yeah. say, "Okay, team, this is what 40, we're doing." All 40 people. <laughs> yeah. Um. After an expansion or two, they cut it to twenty-five. A lot of yeah, the dude, a lot of I, those was, cuts. I was I yeah. was just gonna
1: say I did for the first time my first twenty-four person raid in final fantasy 14 and Smart. luckily oh, like I was like, well, what the hell is going on, man? Thankfully people knew what, the, what they were doing. And I have mean, to like,
3: yeah, at this point of the game, you're like, okay, I guess I'm just following the group because they're all right, just gonna yeah. go where they're gonna go and right kill exactly. Kill. And I literally have no idea how to play those raids uh, trip. I don't know how to do them. I literally just follow people and and shoot whatever. <laughs> Dude, it's, it's, <laughs> it's a
1: great point because there are dungeons in the game that I don't know how to do every mechanic of. We were in last night, so so Janie cat did the first dungeon the game makes you do. So Stasha, your first four person queued up Ooh. dungeon. Um, I remembered the first mechanic, which is you have to find the secret note that tells you what, what color the captain likes. And then you have to like press that color tree to make like a switch reveal. And you press the switch and opens up a door after a boss fight. I remembered that, but like, I didn't remember exactly where to go or, or like where to get the one key to then get the actual key to the final place. Because like, usually you just queue up and everyone's just running right through. They're just, they're clicking the thing. You know, fighting the boss, going down the right door, going down the right path. Like, they give you these timers in the game, and like a dungeon timer is like 90 minutes because, like, you know, oh, wow. in, a, in a box, it's just in an empty blank box, someone exploring for the first time, you might need that time to try and figure out what is the right path and where do you need to go. But mm-hmm. with everyone already knowing it is blowing right through, it's cool that you can like click a button and get put with people to play the content, but mm-hmm. like some of it does get a little, a little bit lost
0: in the, always- in the experience. I was definitely a Neo in that situation where I was just following you guys. Mm-hmm. It's was just like, all right, let's go. I'm just going to follow.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, there's clues and stuff. Sure.
1: Yeah, I was trying to like narrate out loud, which of course on a stream doesn't help because <laughs> it's not like super live in the moment. But like even that, I got to a point where I was like, oh, I don't know what is next, actually. And I was like, I'm going to let him go because he's, uh, he's the tank. So I don't want to run in front. <laughs> I just say, let the tank lead. The let tank. the tank go, yeah, just exactly. Do,
3: just follow his lead. He'll, he'll tell you what to kill. Whatever he's killing, you kill that thing. Oh, yeah, I
1: tell your 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 tank story, Janie Cat. After <laughs> what you thought of the tank, Felix, go ahead.
3: Is um is Final
2: Fantasy fourteen a game that is fun without other people? I know
1: it's I an MMOR R- feature. To that is yes. I the
3: think answer the answer is yes. Is yes. Okay. Yeah.
1: So you guys spend
3: it has a very good story that if you want to fu- if you want an epic sprawling story, this is a definitely a good game. But the it.
2: main story quest lines are all accomplishable without. A team of people. You don't have to be on like a program mm-hmm. team. The, the, you, however. You, will hit,
3: you will hit moments yeah. where you have to do
1: a dungeon, you have to do instance fights with people, but the game has built-in queue systems where you click a button, they give you people, it, you run it. Yeah,
2: yeah. Mm-hmm. I, 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 would, I was just wondering, because... Uh,
1: yeah.
0: yeah. I've mostly I, been doing it on my own, so... Yeah. Until I got to this first dungeon, so...
2: Yeah, I would say like... I would say like 90% of Elder Scrolls Online is just... like. You know, there's all these people online who uh, help you to make builds that are for solo play, like a mm-hmm. solo play build where you collect gear that's specifically to enhance your ability to heal your own self without having somebody uh, standing next to you doing it for you. Right. So it's it's um, it's pretty cool. Like I, I I was I'm actually shocked at how much I love playing Elder Scrolls Online. Not, <laughs> you know, I like doing all the the multiplayer stuff i'm not saying right. i don't like doing that but like
1: but you just like existing in the world well i like so. the
2: fact that like what i'm paying for is something that can subsist without having to rely on other people that was my, one yeah. of my biggest axes i sure. had to grind yep. with destiny on a regular basis no offense
1: but no like, it's it's true they the coolest stuff in the game needs people and there's not an easy way to get people automatically right and the activities themselves on top of that even if there were a fast way to queue it, they're like they're too involved for a quick and, casual like pickup group it's and
3: very that's very hard yeah it's very hard for me to, yeah, well, no, for me to motiv- motivate myself to play destiny unless there are other people i can play with because i don't like doing those those solo things i like doing the group activities a lot more even if it's just doing random shit in the world it's more fun when i have someone next to me doing it to do right, like, exactly to with. Yeah, it's sorry, very
2: very true that there is in-game content they call them trials that's specifically what they're called which is a funny word to be used, mm-hmm. you know, in multiple games because Destiny has that as well. But I mean, and,
1: Final Fantasy has that too, and it means something it entirely trials. different. Every they game has a thing. Every game has a trials, but the trials means an entirely different but thing.
2: Trials and Elder Scrolls does not match make. You have to come in with a team of twelve people, so you have to LFG people. You got to be a part of a guild probably because you have to communicate mm-hmm. with the guild. When's the guild going in and doing the trial? Or are we going to join up with all those people and all that stuff? It's content I've never done. I don't know if I ever will because I, I, I'm not motivated enough to interface with the guilds. I just joined right. the guild like two weeks ago, but I only joined because it's a crafting guild. Mm-hmm. And I, w- I want to be able to get mats, bro. I got to get my mats, yep. bro.
1: Dude, I'm, I'm mining right now in Final Fantasy XIV. I was doing alchemy yesterday. Then I wanted to mine so that I can gather up some of my own things to then create with my alchemy. So I'm doing this little like gameplay gathering experience loop and hopefully money-making loop as well once I like well, there, enough bubbles.
2: There's, there's these um these things that are incredibly i just learned are incredibly valuable they're called um um they're like i can't remember what they're called but they're like they're stones basically that you get that are they're called st- they're style stones style something they're style mm-hmm. or there's certain like gear styles this culture's style that culture's style whatever and, so, and pe- people covet them because they're a part of like things you can earn but they're also part of like somebody wants to cosmetically look like, you know, an Argonian knight from this very specific place. Mm-hmm. Um, if you sell them to in-game vendors, it's zero. Costs nothing. You, you get nothing for it. So there's no incentive to sell it to them. But on the, we're, we'll say the black market guild trading in the game, mm-hmm. uh, which is not really black market, it's built into the game, but like it's the the marketplace Mm -hmm. Um, You can sell these things for an insane amount of in-game currency. And it's like, I heard Mm -hmm. this, and I'm like, you know what, now i got to join one of these guilds to figure out how to sell these things. I'm getting dupes of them all the time. Yeah. And and I have no, I can't, there's no place to sell them to the in-game robot, you know, um, uh, vendors. So it's like, yeah gotta figure out how to sell them so that's why i joined the skill that's the only reason <laughs> like look know?
1: man the the only reason i started doing alchemy was because i when i did that 24 person raid um some of the, i got some of the loot drops and some of the drops were music scrolls but mm. when they come from the raids you can't use them to add to your in-game music collection as they are because they're faded scrolls so you have to find an alchemist who can take fresh paper and fresh ink and transcribe your faded copy of music into a fresh copy of music to then be able to use it and add it to your game. So I'm like, God damn it. am I going to find an alchemist that can make like, my I'm music for me? And I'm like, fuck! I'm, I'm, I'm going to do it myself. I'm just going to learn.
3: Just blast it in general chat. Just be like, Hey, any alchemists want to convert some scrolls for me? i
1: no, fuck them. I'm in, doing in, it myself.
3: <laughs> but that's, but like, honestly, that's a beautiful thing about these MMOs, like, like world of warcraft and Final fantasy. You can, you can go you can use the world's marketplace like that. you can be like, "Oh, I need a botanist to put these flowers together and make some potions for me right like you can you can use the systems and they created these like crafting systems and and all kinds of cool things that are useful to other people and it makes it, it makes it a really cool like living, breathing world that doesn't require you to interact with people but encourages it and it's kind of nice when you when you have that sort of yeah environment. I, I think.
1: I think they bridge that gap really well, at least from my experience in, in 14. The, the two separate worlds of like, this is a game, I want to play it the way I want to play it, and I just can do this to like click the things and kill the things and play the story. But like, there's a whole other world too, a player interaction, and it's done well when you don't need them in any capacity at all. Mm-hmm. But there are very, very cool game enriching ways if you do decide to overlap. And when those two worlds can exist together but separately, that's when the games are the best, honestly. Enhancing, but not demanding that you have to do this in the game. Again, like, I, don't have, I don't have to be an alchemist. Comes back a choice.
3: I don't need to spend that time to do that, but someone else in the game spent the time and became an alchemist right? and <laughs> leveled that up. That's and me. I can be like, hey... Oh yeah, you're doing it. You're gonna be, be the alchemist. Hell yeah!
1: Yeah, I'm level thirty right now. So I got, almost
3: you know, in, my, in my bank right now, I probably got a million of those faded scrolls that I just never did anything with. Yeah, I mean, like so much shit in my the, bank.
2: F- the phrase that um, they use in the, at least the Elder Scrolls community, which I don't know if it it if this phrase like jumps MMO communities, but they call it. Uh, somebody else said you got a. Uh, has anyone got a crafting tune?
1: That's what they mm. said. You got it. And look, what is what is a crafting tune does, a cra- does that do what the fresh paper would do for cr- me?
2: Crafting tune is referencing cartoon. A, a char- a, oh. A, a character. oh oh tune a, like a like a, a right. I didn't yeah. get it either. I kept seeing in the chat pe- you know, I people got type you. anyone got a yeah. crafting tune. That's, you know, that's zone that, chat. The MMO lingo. Like, MMO yeah. lingo. Yeah. Yeah. Zone <laughs> chat is like anyone got a crafting tune? Like uh, like, I my, like this my tune. So there's people in the world of Elder Scrolls who have gone crazy and it and went nuts because the the barometer of how long it takes for you to fucking do this is literally a crazy amount of time because you have to research all the different types of traits on weapons and then research all the different types of styles and research like you have to do all this researching and there are people who just did that. they got into the game and they're like, this is all I want to do. And yeah. so and then there's people who do both. Like they play they have a they have a tune that they created for combat and leveling up or whatever. They a lot of people have a PvE tune, a PvP tune and then a crafting tune. Uh, do you need you need separate ones? Well, the recommendation is that like you know, when you're leveling your combat one, you're only putting all of the skill points into the combat trees, right? Whereas with your crafting tune, you start fresh and you just begin by putting All the points and all the skill stuff for like one through 50, which is the soft cap, you know. Mm -hmm. But so you put every all 50 first skill points that you get for each level, you just put them all into crafting stuff and level that up real quick, you know, so you can get Mm -hmm. that character to the highest possible level because you're only doing that with that character. Got it. And then that character becomes the character because you can like just send a weapon over to your character, you can have your crafting tune craft something some kind of armor or whatever for your main character that you're going to use and do it for friends and
3: yeah you know, for sure people a, in your a nice, a nice benefit of final fantasy is that you only need to make one character and you can actually wear any hat you want pretty much you can just swap your weapon and it changes your class completely and, and mm-hmm. you can be everything you can literally be any everything yeah that's the character.
2: that's the difference between elder scrolls and uh, yeah. final fantasy but to elder
1: scrolls is um I think a point for them is that skill-based customization because in Final Fantasy, it it is what it is. Everyone's the same. It's all cookie cutter. You're just unlocking skills. And then your customization would be, I guess, how you play the class in the end game, like how you decide to weave your skills in and out in like your own cadence and pattern. But everyone has the same skills. Like there's nothing unique that you have to figure out as you level up.
0: Yeah, I didn't know that honestly. So I was like trying like I had my skills and I'm like how mm-hmm. do I make these better? How do I like oh, are yeah, there yeah. ways to like customize these or make them better and
1: like are they and, leveling up? Are they getting experience? Like not right. having like a thought like that, yeah. No, it's it just I, everything is if you got it, you got it. Just working your way up the ladder. But they <laughs> have different? Armor. They have yeah.
2: different um do they have different like armor styles and things like that? Oh yeah, for sure. There's, there's tons of, of different armor sets. Cosmetically, and there's plenty to do in terms of so customization. So, but Real there are game skill a cosmetic endgame.
1: Well, yeah, always. Um, there is different skill amounts on different armor sets. So, like, if you want to specialize into something as a class, that is possible. Like, you can be like uh, a more dps heavy white mage for example because a white mage like in end game is responsible for both right like you've got a lot of skills to like maybe keep some debuffs on the boss while you're also healing so you can actually wear gear that may make your damage higher instead of your your healing higher and you can you can like that's your customization options really okay. um but but the skill thing does sound cool felix for elder scrolls the little skill trees you can kind of spec yeah into. you can
2: you can respec. um you have attributes, skills, and then you have um, uh, morphs. Basically, certain skills can be sent, You know, if you imagine the Robert Frost poem, Two Roads Diverged in a Wood, and I took the one less traveled by. Basically, <laughs> each time you get to, you've leveled up the skill and you've added it, it might have the option to morph. And when you morph mm. it, you either go in a stamina direction or a magicka direction. Um, so if, mm-hmm. you're, if you're more of a, uh, a magicka-based healer, right i don't think there's much stamina there's not a lot of like healing stamina skills but there are some but like most people are magic based healers which is what i am so pretty much every single one of my skills i get that morph button and it pops up and it says you want to go magic or stamina i'm like i'm going to go magic every single time because then i'll mm-hmm. it it just you know that's what i'm built for so it's, uh, you know, it's you, I'm reading a lot of guides, Janie Cats, so get used to doing that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's, it's, I'm nonstop. My, Watching videos, hack the Minotaur over and over
1: Any again. given day, I have like 20 tabs open in Chrome, and everyone is like just one item that I previously Google searched. Final Fantasy 14 where do I get this? Where do I craft this? Where do I mine this? And then just like the tab of where that thing is.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Can't wait.
1: But Yeah.
2: But if you ever do go to, to Elder Scrolls, just ask me. I have a lot of insight. So okay. <laughs> that's if you ever do that. But
1: Well, we're at an hour and a half. It's probably yeah, time right. to take it home.
2: It's been Yeah, it's been a good one.
1: It's been a mm-hmm. show. I'll start us off here. I'm Trip Zero. Guys, thank you so, 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 so much for listening. Um, we are obviously on YouTube. Follow us there. Uh, subscribe and listen to The Daily Reset. Give that a rating as well. Um, I personally stream on Twitch it's twitch.tv slash trip zero TV Mondays, Tuesdays and Thursdays 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. Currently uh, just finished like we were talking about earlier the Resident Evil series going to be doing Skyward Sword on the switch. I'm so excited Mm -hmm. for that starting that tomorrow Um, after that planning on doing a series run of Bioshock for Mm -hmm. some more uh, spooky vibes but um, sprinkled more Final Fantasy 14 to there as well so Stay tuned. Neo,
3: hey Neo Yoshi here. Follow me at Twitter at neo underscore Yoshi, uh, Twitch.tv slash Neo Yoshi. I'm pretty much back streaming again. I'm gonna try and go live fairly often as much as I can. Mm-hmm. Um, playing all kinds of games. I uh, just finished Resident Evil. uh Playing some multiplayer games with the crew in the Discord. Hop on in. That's also available for anyone to join. That's totally well. Everyone's welcome. It's a great time. Um, thinking about some new games on the horizon. I don't know if anything caught my fancy yet, but uh, I'll have to stay tuned and see Felix.
2: And I'm Felix Hergood at Felix Hergood on Twitter, twitch.tv slash Felix Hergood. Um, I still have the equipment to stream. I don't know when I'm <laughs> going to get up the, I don't know when I'm going to get up the gusto. To I actually didn't tell my it. stuff, guys. Don't worry. Uh, <laughs> it's still stuff. out there. Um, and, and funny enough, my work schedule is back to o- offering me the, uh, a mm. four hour period in the morning on Tuesdays and Thursdays to go back to my stream schedule. But uh-huh. do I want to do it? Is the question. Yes. That's that's <laughs> a question. You gotta, you gotta answer. <laughs> and and I, don't, I don't even know. So want it. Maybe soon. We'll see. Janie Cat. We'll
3: Janie.
0: Uh I am Janie Cat and if I'm gonna stream again, <laughs> it's twitch TV slash Janie Cat. Um, but you can mostly find me on twitter.com at JanieCat underscore live and if you're curious about books and what books I'm reading you can actually find me on Instagram at Magical Words of Jane that's where I talk about my books cool
1: follow it like it check her out JanieCat again thank you so much for being on the show and uh, we'll catch the rest of you guys next week
0: bye everyone
1: later Yo, i wish i had the hookup for a ps5 i also wish i had the money for a ps5 there are two different problems that need to work together um but yeah everyone is struggling to find one yeah. if they want one that's for sure
3: Then mm-hmm. and iron Storm comes in oh amazon was ready for about two minutes today
1: jesus jeff yes. bez is too busy going to space Bezos. to stock his stores with ps5s <laughs>